Hey, everybody. It's time for another Kingdom of Loathing clusterfuck shit show. <laughs> I'm your clusterfuck shit host, Jick. <laughs> I'm your clusterfuck shit co-host, Cluster Kurt. I'm your shitty titty pretty city co-host, uh, Hot Stuff. <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> okay. It's going, going all right. We're doing a remote show, and that's why Hot Stuff sounds like he's in a well. I'm I, assuming that Hot Stuff is going to sound like he's in a well. I hope not. I've, I'm uh, I'm all up on this mic here. Uh, so the uh, the acoustics in this room are probably much worse than the uh, pillow fort that we made at the office, so that it might be more echoey or something. You need to get some more blankets there, know. buddy. Yeah. Hot Le- Stuff's in Lean a mattress I, against We the didn't wall. bring any. Hot Stuff left us. I had to drink <clears throat> twice as many margaritas at Manuel's because the guy refused to believe that you weren't there. He was like, ha ha, <laughs> funny joke really? you're playing on me. I know you guys. You're nerds and you probably brewed up an invisibility chemistry. <laughs> I was going to say potion. Did he actually he bring out two margaritas spirits. at the beginning? No. No. <laughs> There were two uh, glasses of water. There was a glass of water. I also, uh, I, I put a bunch of your clothes in the back seat of the car, uh, and I was going to stuff them with newspaper, but I didn't have any newspaper, so I just stuffed them <laughs> with some tripe that I had laying around. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so it was good. I mean, it was basically like you were there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably about what I smell like on any given yeah, day. Yeah, that was often how we felt on the way to the... I was like, oh, man, Kevin, you really smell like tripe tonight. We should order some menudo. <laughs> and then you were like, silly, silly Gaijin, they only sell menudo on Sundays. You know that. <laughs> what is the gringo? Gringo is what Gr- I meant. Gringo, not gaijin. gringo. Yeah. <laughs> gringo is to Mexico as gaijin is to as new, Jamaica. As menudo is to new kids as, on the block. As menudo is to. Have you ever done uh, dim sum? Or have you ever gone to dim sum? No. It's a. It's like a Chinese. Uh, you would actually probably really like it. It, it is a little bit of food and it comes on a small- robot. <laughs> well, they come on carts. They're not robots. Well, I mean, until there are more robots. Uh, the waiter comes on your chest. Yes. <laughs> comes on yes. a robot. <laughs> um, but Wait, does a flashlight count as a robot? Does in count as on? <laughs> lots of little, like, Chinese food plates. It's like, uh, how do I describe it? It's, it's like tapas. It's like Chinese tapas. Uh, but instead of having to order stuff, just stuff comes by so you can see it. And you can be like, ooh, I want one of those. Oh, and if you don't want you it, you it. can sneeze on it. So nobody else wants it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like, or you could rub, rub your balls on it or something. Yeah, that would also Oh, work. yeah. They, they, it runs right alongside the conveyor belt that contains the ball washing dishes. <laughs> so there's a lot of mistakes. Yeah, it's well, you know, it's like that thing they have at golf courses for washing your balls. Yeah. Uh, there's those ones at the I, bowling you, alley you that are really, actually pretty violent. <laughs> You really would not want to put your balls in one of the golf ball ball washers. Uh, the topology of that would not work out well for you. Uh, and you have to make that wanky motion. Really, anything you do on a golf course is a wanky is motion. A- <laughs> Remember that Aerosmith song, Wank Emotion? That wasn't a real Aerosmith song. Oh, man, Riff and I came up with the best video game idea today. Sim Tom Petty. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. How does that work? I don't know. You're Tom Petty. Yeah. And then you have to, I don't know, you live Tom Petty's life. <laughs> and then you, and you die. can put different things in his bathroom. Yeah. Take a bite out of a cup. Yeah. Nice. You can uh, become lord of a post-apocalyptic city with a mine cart ski lift. Cool. Yeah. That's the thing that happened to Tom Petty in The Simpsons. I mean, The Postman. Oh. <laughs> Simpsons is an anagram of Postman. Okay, sure. 
So, uh, you should talk about your move on Video Games Hot Dog. What we should talk about now yes. is uh, the, the history of the Kingdom of Loathing. That's what this podcast is about. A historical perspective uh, on yes. everyone's favorite Things... Sim Tom Petty video game, The Kingdom of Loathing. <laughs> Things have gone kind of nuts in the, the most recent uh, Kingdom of Loathing history. <laughs> Everything is all asunder. A fire. Yeah. Uh, one of the best things about software is Linux assholes constantly changing shit for no reason. So uh, Without apparently telling anybody. Yeah. Uh, apparently, because of some applications that we totally don't care about, there was a change in uh, between versions of PHP. And when we brought these new servers online, they had a new operating system on them. And uh, at first, they had a version of the PHP configuration that... Uh, for whatever reason, turned off the ability to open PHP scripts using short tags, which is just the bracket question mark, and uh, required bracket question mark PHP, which no one has ever typed. <laughs> because why the fuck would you? Why would you ever configure PHP t such that those would not work? Uh, and so for a while, uh, people would randomly just uh, see all of our codes. So that's cool. Total code leak. If anybody wants to know about the ultra rare formula, just ask some asshole. <laughs> Any asshole, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so then we were like, fuck, turn them off, turn them off, fuck, turn them off. And then we figured, we looked at it, we're like, oh, this is more or less okay. We've, we've tested everything. Uh, but then it turned out that the way that the goddamn random number generator seed works is different. And so... Uh, yeah, that's why people are saying, like, their demon names have all changed. So that's a pretty cool side effect of this world event. We're figuring out how we're going to deal with it. We will figure out how we are yeah, going yeah. to deal with it. I mean, at least we didn't get the problem that we were afraid for a little bit that we were going to have, which is where you simply could not create repeatable... Uh, uh, repeatable circumstances by using a random seed. It wouldn't have been the end of the world because we would have been able to figure out how to like generate a set of values and then store that set of values hmm. instead of being able to... I mean, being able to reliably generate the same sequence of a few random numbers is a thing we use in a lot of places, but not like so many places that we couldn't do without it. Because, I mean, that was a trick that we figured out you know, not early in KOL's history. You know, for a while, the it, tower it, monsters were just six flags that determine which tower monster you had, and then a sweet roller coaster. <laughs> I was just going to say. Um, yeah, so World Event is is hobbling along, just disappointing people left and right. Yay! Because uh, that's what I do. Everybody else is busy working on other shit, so I'm just doing this, uh, I'm just doing this World Event by myself in my odd moments. Really, all of my moments yeah. are odd. <laughs> You've got a lot of odd Except moments, Except every though. other one, which is even. Oh. Hmm. And during uh, my odd moments, yeah. I say, what is this? I don't even. <laughs> On account of I odd. I'm 12, and what is this? Lul. <laughs> it's memes. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Uh, man. Man. Did I spend two goddamn hours drawing a bunch of shit that almost no one is going to see Sweet. today. Uh that stuff is done, uh, Hot Stuff, because I know you're anxious to get the Comic-Con Choose Your Own Adventure laid out, uh, but it is not yet yes. scanned. And okay. I was going to ask... It's, uh, you know, I think you forget that because we post them online, there are probably a bunch more people that get to see it than you No think. way. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody reads things online. That would, that would be something that we could link to pretty readily from the newly redesigned asymmetric website and i think that would get some uh yeah, makes people yeah, happy that's true it might it might just 
there is uh, also if we launched Adventurematic, uh, we would be able to distribute them that way. I still don't know what that That's is. That's true. I know you don't, buddy. <laughs> um, anyway, so the Dracula is pretty good. It's pretty good Dracula. I drew cool. a Dra- I drew a Dracula. Uh, oh yeah. And I drew a giant castle that was really hard to shade. Uh, hmm. And my fingers hurt. And I seriously just sat and drew shade. for two entire hours. You sh- you you drew shade? I drew, well, it was made out of black. Every time Scully writes about something black, I'm like, God damn it, Mr. Skullhead, don't you remember that I'm totes racist against White Castle? <laughs> I mean, black, no. You, you don't <clears throat> like those little hamburgers? I only like I only like those little hamburgers. Oh, okay. I don't like African Americans. Oh, uh, M- M- Melissa, who who doesn't eat uh, hamburgers or or had never and had never really been out to the Midwest, uh, was amazed when uh, we we actually drove past a White Castle. She's like, "That's a real thing," and I was like, "Yes," <laughs> and I was like, and she's like, "What what do they have there?" And I'm like, "Tiny hamburgers. They're kind of like sliders." And she's like, "What's a slider?" I was like, "I." There's so many things that you don't understand about this place, and you're not going to like it at all. We're not going there. Stop Stop being excited. <laughs> oh. Uh, did, has she eaten a lot of delicious hot dogs since you got there? No, I'm, I'm curious whether she's going to go for that. It's, uh, she's, she's, she was a vegetarian for a long time. And it, when we started dating, she started, uh, she started, I made her start eating bacon and now <laughs> she's started eating more and more meats. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think hot dogs are up her alley yet. Were, were you just, you, you just couldn't handle the idea of dating a woman who would not eat bacon? I mean, I've dated vegetarians before, and it's it's been okay. It's just not as exciting. <laughs> I, it's not like I pressured her into into bacon. It's not like I, I like gave her some bacon for free, and then she was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" And then I was like, "Yeah, the next one's five it's, bucks." It's not like you've you something. acted like the internet for the last five years and just never shut the fuck up about fucking bacon for even one minute. I think I think I just uh, was helping her expand her horizons. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she had eaten meat as a her child, right? In fact, wasn't she raised? Wasn't she raised so. by wolves who only ate pork chops? I don't know why I said that. That's like possible. that. <laughs> it's like I thought I was going to say something else. Pork rabbits. Oh, those would be pretty cute, actually. <laughs> you think pork rabbits? Yeah, if they were like baby porks Can you, and rabbits. Rabbits don't make any noise, Can right? You like you know, it's like the pig goes oink, the chicken goes. I think That's rabbits the, will like screech if they're upset, but will they? yeah, not normally. Do Mostly the noise they make is yeah, yeah. It didn't even work. Well, they break their own necks if they are cornered. I need fatter cheeks. Is that is that apocryphal? That is the sound you know? of fucking. <laughs> what what was that, Kevin? <laughs> do uh do rabbits break their own necks if they're cornered? Is that is that like a real thing or is that just a, an apocryphal? That's story? that's not something I've ever heard of. They just reach up. Huh. They reach up like in a movie yeah, and just, just snap their own necks, like uh, like like well, the I mean, Joker yeah. in the yeah. in uh, whichever one of those it was in the Steve Miller band. Yes, <clears throat> I think the Joker in the Steve Miller band is in fact Steve Miller. Oh, I think he's the Joker. He broke his own neck. You might call him Maurice. Yeah, that's what a pompatus is. It's when you break your own neck because you're so in love. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, do you guys want to answer some of these uh, Kingdom of the Loathing questions? I don't see any reason. Or did we want to? Was there any other KOL news to talk about? Do you remember anything hot stuff? Um, 
I mean, Word Realms is kind of Kingdom of Loathing related, and that's that's a thing that's happening. Yeah, we funded yep. it. Woo! And today we came up it's, with it's uh, today we came thing. up with the uh, Word Realms uh, promotional item, and it's a familiar. Ha ha ha! <laughs> uh, it's totally not a familiar. And, uh, oh man! See, that's awesome because gave, like, this podcast will be broadcast after the Kickstarter is already over. Yeah, so it's like I think you know at this point we're at like one hundred and fifteen thousand. I'm I'm expecting maybe one hundred and sixteen thousand at the end. Maybe. Really? We'll There's see. like twenty whole hours left. I sure. am guessing nine hundred and fifty k. We're gonna get a last minute surge okay. of uh, CEOs excited SEO because of our SEOs. Uh, we just need. They're, a- gonna, they're gonna be looking for high end prostitutes and Google. We have a buddy at Google who is gonna make wordrealms.kickstarter.com <laughs> uh, the same as high end prostitutes. And then rich CEOs are going to give us 950Ks. We need at least uh, two people to pitch in that 3737 so that we'll have a full game of, uh, of Risk Legacy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can, we can recruit as many locals as needed to fill up that no. game. No. Have you guys pl- played any more of nope. that? Since, nope. Since we can't do anything without you here, Hot Stuff. To beat us. We just sit in the corner and weep. Oh, that's so sad. I guess we could play some two-player games. That doesn't seem what? like it'd be any fun, because I don't want to attack you. <laughs> yeah, we could just uh, we could sit and play solitaire on the same table. <laughs> we could try we could try to play a two player game where we never attack each other and see if either of us ever wins. Like play chess where we just kind of shuffle around the board aimlessly. We just yeah. we're each playing chess on two separate boards. <laughs> oh man, I'm beating this guy's ass. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. If you had a, could you even play chess with a non-aggression treat? Like, what would what would that even mean? If there was no like, capturing, because I feel like most of your pieces couldn't actually get anywhere. The knight would be the only one that had any real mobility. Yeah. Right? Well, what do you mean non-aggression? Just never capturing anything? Yeah. If you if you never captured another piece in chess, like you would never be able to promote a pawn, right? Because there's no way they could get across the board. Yeah, promoting pawn is for sissies anyway. And cheaters. I mean, I guess theoretically, oh, no, because, oh, you'd have to set up some, no, and you couldn't do en passant because that implies a capture as well. So, yeah, 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 because the pawns would all just march forward. Well, not necessarily. I mean, you could leave gaps. Uh, No, because... You wouldn't be able to help leaving some gaps. Right, but the pawns can't move sideways. No, but if if my king's pawn stayed put and you marched your king's pawn all the way to it, Uh and then we did the reverse for the queen, then every piece would be able to get through that gap. Right, but the pawns wouldn't, yes. we're saying. You, you wouldn't be able to... Yeah, adv- but the pawns are you all... You wouldn't be able to advance a pawn right. to the last rank. Right, but who? That why is advancing a pawn to the last rank an important element of chess? Like, uh, it's a thing that it's you... Just, it's the element it's we happen to be talking about very, very time. occasionally happens in a game of chess, <laughs> but... But yeah, no, every other piece could... Yeah. Hmm. It'd be weird, right? Because... I mean, what you, would the rule be? Would, well, would it you be would have to, you, would have you to can checkmate. only capture the king? You would have to... No, because you don't ever capture the king. Right? The king never gets captured oh, in a I game of chess. Oh, I suppose that's true. Right? So you would have to, you would have to put someone in You just have to be able to prove that you could Such that they it. couldn't get out of check without capturing yeah. another piece. Oh, so you're, you're still thinking... Like, I was just thinking of it, like, trying to play the game as, like, a... 
like a sandbox, uh, non non competitive, non PvP sandbox where you just move pieces around for fun. Oh. Killing, you'd, you'd move around just grinding mobs. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. You'd, have, you'd have to get a, like some spiders on the chessboard so that you'd have NPC uh, enemies to kill. Oh yeah, barbarians. Yeah. 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 Um, Did you ever play? Battle chess? No, I'm thinking of Archon. Archon. I think actually, and I Archon was fucking it was awesome. Sweet as hell. I I uh, I tried at one point to uh, to build a um, like a, a tabletop board game loosely based on Archon, but I got bogged down in uh, choosing and purchasing all the little uh, metal Dungeons and Dragons figurines that I needed for the set. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, I, uh, I only ever tried to play Archon on computers that were way too fast for it, and so the combat, uh, the, the yeah. like arcade combat sections yeah. were just way too fast. I needed Moslo. That's rough. Mo- which, Moslo, <laughs> which is like a, Moslo is like a thing that just wastes CPU. Oh, okay. That you run Memory Resident to make your computer. That's, that's not the thing where like you need shelter and then food and then uh, the hierarchy of no, that's Maslow. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's it, it, not the thing that is in Sweden, either. Is Oslo uh, in Sweden? Oh, uh, maybe. Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. Or Norway. One of Oslo, those, Norway. You know. Yeah, you're right. It's pick, Norway. Fuck! Pick, pick a country. Why can't I tell Scandinavians apart? Hmm? Hmm? Uh, um, all right. Well, they're, all, they're all too busy. You know what I read the other day? Go ahead. Pretty much all of Switzerland is rigged up to explode or fall apart if they ever get actually invaded and taken over. Yeah, I also read that. It's fascinating. Wait, I love it. Seriously? Yeah, it has yeah. been a guiding, for apparently the last hundred years, it has been a guiding principle of civil engineering in Switzerland that there be some place that you can detonate a charge that will just collapse any bridge or tunnel or destroy any road yep. leading into the country. Like if what? if if there's if there's a bridge that goes over a railroad track, it's rigged up so that they can blow up the bridge such that it will land on the railroad track, and it's got hidden artillery on either side to destroy anybody's trying to clean up the mess. It's crazy. Whoa! I mean, this seems like somebody's that fanfic about Switzerland. Yeah, apparently, it's yeah. all completely true. Yeah, I don't know. When I go there. All it is is like just fucking beautiful ass fairy tale countryside, and maybe it's just critical it's just, that they protect that. Yeah, man. Whenever that happens, I hope I'm in there. We got. Let's move the company to Switzerland. Okay. I hear their banks are really secure. <laughs> they don't use repeatable strings of random numbers because that shit is insecure. <laughs> the Swiss are known for their watchmaking, their cryptography, and their willingness and ability to blow up their own infrastructure. <laughs> Also cheese. Yes, and chocolate. The Gruyere. And Mrs. <laughs> Miss. M- Mrs. Mrs. Chocolate? M- Mrs. Mrs. Gruyere? Miss Pac-Man. Swiss. Yes. Swiss Mrs. Swiss Miss Pac-Man. Dingo. <laughs> I don't think yeah. they have... Dingos. Ate my baby Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> um, ate my baby Ruth Bader Ginsburg? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what... Swiss Swiss Miss Pac-Man Dingo ate my baby Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, That's excellent. That was it. I think I think we have just come up with a child's name that needs to happen. Riff, have a baby. No, thank you. I call not it. Oh, fuck. Seethy uh, says, uh, "You're sexy. Not a question, but just thought you should know." Oh, yeah. Uh, edit. 
Actually, a That's... serious question. Regarding your Kickstarter, are you afraid that people will be donating solely because they think the KOL-related item will be relevant, optimal, good, etc.? Or was this the goal to maybe help with your Kickstarter? And what if it does become a must-have, or are you trying to avoid this by instead implementing something akin to the Gygaxian Librum? Uh, it's not going to be optimal. Uh, it will be... We pretty much figured out what it was uh, today now that it's... You know, now that it became a real thing that we definitely have to make. Uh, we burned we burned a few calories during the uh, conference call, figuring out how we were going to do it. And, like, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to play with, but only if you're actually interested in word realms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and note that no one will hear this until after the Kickstarter ends, and so you already kicked it. No, it's... I mean, it's going to be... You know, it'll be some content. It'll be... And, you know, be like a mini game. I'm guessing that there were some people who pledged specifically to get to the, to the item and had no interest in the game, which is, you know, I guess that's inevitable. Like, you know, there are probably some people who were, who saw the t-shirt and were like, ah, oh, that's pretty, that's a pretty t- sweet t-shirt. And if they liked it enough, you know, that could be enough to compel them to, to play. I am guessing that that happened even if they had no exactly zero times. Like it's a cool shirt. Yeah, no, I mean, I, but I, I in this particular case, sure, but I, but do you know what I mean? Like, like there are, there are all kinds of Kickstarters where people pledge for the rewards and don't really care about the project as a. As I mean, a I feel whole. like it would be cheaper, you know, instead of buying, instead of pledging to the Kickstarter for one hundred and ten dollars to get that shirt, to just take a photo of it and make your own T-shirt, mm-hmm. which you printed out of saffron and the Dalai Lama's blood. <laughs> <laughs> Still cheaper. Sure. Still cheaper. <laughs> why? Why? In my mind, is the Dalai Lama's blood an expensive substance? Well, there's only one of him. I mean, I'm sure yeah, it he is. Can produce a lot of blood, right? You just keep giving him cookies. Not, he's pretty Wait old. Is there's, he? There's not a lot of time. Well, left. sure, but is he forbidden to? Is he forbidden to eat cookies and orange juice? Oh, that would, I hope not. Yeah. I mean, come on, he's the Dalai Lama. I, I mean, even if he only lives five more years, which is which is reasonable expectation, I think that's a, he can make a lot of blood. Yeah. So totally. yeah, I mean, I think that the Dalai Lama's blood is totally overrated, and should not be one of the most expensive substances on on the planet. Maybe, uh, did, did, maybe it's some kind of crazy acid that there's no known container that can hold it. Oh man, that's why it, most of it. Every time he cuts himself shaving, it just burns a little trench to the core of the earth. Yeah. Where it just sits in a tiny ball, <laughs> bound by gravity. Well, and if anybody ever figures out a way to get down there, that's why it's important like, that he lives. He lives in a really mountainous area, like Tibet. Oh yeah, yeah. Or or Lhasa or whatever. So, that so no, no one will notice the very tiny volcanoes. Oh yeah, it also yeah. sets fire to anything it comes in contact with. So it has to be something that's easy to put out, like yeah. burning mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll start this off, I guess, says Raiden Gray. First off, loving the world event. My question, uh, what was the thoughts behind rotating out the lower evolution of fire? Was it a thematic decision or one to push players into the newer content as opposed to skating through the older content? You know, it it honestly did not occur to me that anybody would be sad that those bonfires went away uh, because it seemed like so much more work to me to do that than it was to kill these snakes. But I guess the thing is, if you've been doing nothing but killing those bonfires, or fighting those bonfires for the last three days, you were not getting any stats. And so maybe you're not high enough level to kill. set up for it. The the snakes are not that tough as monsters. I mean, I I set my stats to a reasonable level, gave myself a pretty reasonable amount of gear, and it was, like, really survivable. Um, 
Although I don't know, I did it's have that plus ten thousand max work. hit points item on <laughs> that I use. Right. Uh, Blizzire says League of Legends reference in future content. I am guessing that none of us are ever going to play one of those games. No, no. We could, it, we could, we could make up something that can be referred to as Lords Management, or just lol. <laughs> Uh, we need to figure out a way to make an item of the month that is L that it abbreviates to lul. Lul. Yeah, maybe it could be a familiar that is lul from wings. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, or maybe it's a campground item, the Thomas Hayden Church, and that you can go in and that you can go in and pray that your airplane will miraculously repair itself, <laughs> or that uh, you can have sex with an Asian woman who then gets mad at you. Uh, what else has Thomas Hayden Church been in? Uh, I don't know. The, the only thing I remember is that one episode of Wings where he got his head stuck stuck in a fence. No. Oh. Was it the fence that Wilson was standing behind? I don't... What? No. <laughs> that Those happened I in hope the same... Not. That those were be... both in the same Elsewhere continuity, yeah. right? <laughs> Pasta La Vista Baby says... After the world event, will the FDKOL be holding a fire sale to clear their inventory? Well, they might just. How droll. Indubitably. Droll. How droll. How Dr. Lull. Dr. Lull is an anagram of droll. Oh, yeah. Uh, Glebe says, how do you feel about super tinkering? Do you remember it exists? Will you ever do something to shake up how the Thugunderdome? Uh, maybe a recipe for the worm riding hooks. That might get speedsters <laughs> to ascend something other than muscle signs. Yeah, it's a thing yeah. we did and then didn't do. Yeah, I was just uh, reminded of that the other day when I was going down a list of things for the thing I'm working on. And I got to say, nope, you don't need that. <laughs> uh, um... Yeah, I'm I'm guessing Thugunderdome will see some kind of action. And Super Tinkering, who knows, man? Yeah. What the F? It's been a long time since we've touched that, even a little bit. Yeah, it is. Crestoni says, about the Kickstarter experience, was it positive overall? It was a magnificent effort to turn from hopes down to fully funded. Will you do it again? Would you have done it knowing now what it took and how it ended? What would you make different uh, from what you did? Also, what have you learned concerning updates and world spreading, word spreading? What hints can you give others that seek a successful Kickstarter funding in the future? Hot Stuff, I'm going to let you take this one. Uh, wow, this is a this is a tough question. I <clears throat> like, I think in my heart of hearts, I I was hoping that we would reach three or four times funding instead of just sort of just a little bit over one times funding. Um, Minimally. And when that became pretty obvious that it wasn't going to happen, I went through like a mourning period where I was like, well, this was a failure time, time to move on. And so then when it finally, when it like sort of picked up steam in the last like week or two and like actually got to funding, it was a weird sort of bittersweet thing because i had sort of been like okay well at least if it doesn't fund it doesn't create a bunch of work for us (laughs) right uh so like that was like my solace and then that went away and then so like you know i i don't know it was a it was a weird it was a weird like emotional experience to go through um yeah because you were i I mean the kickstarter was really pretty much your baby and so it was sad like it was like, I feel like one of the first times that I have ever seen you put something out in the world and then have to read people's disparaging comments about it on the internet. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I just was, I, I had a really hard time stomaching a lot of the, like, just just kind of, like, it wasn't really vitriolic or whatever. It was no, just, it was like, just point. It was just pointless. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of like, un- unpleasant comments about it from a variety of different angles, and, like, just made me sad. Um, but I think, you know, I think if I had it to do again, I would have done it very very differently um, what what would you have done if you I, had you know, it to I, do again that that's a good question I, I you know i think it is possible that i just would not have done this kind of kickstarter i think maybe what would have made more sense and what i think this is something that you had felt like you had said something along these lines when i proposed this you, you were like what what does this kickstarter even mean right because we're not looking for money to finish the game because we're going to do that, you know, one way or the other, we're finishing that, the fucking single player game. Um, and I was like, well, but you know, like we can use this as an opportunity to see how excited people are about it. And, you know, we can give them some, like, we can let them be involved in it. And you were like sort of dubious about it. I, I thought people would be super psyched to be involved in the production of this single player game. And it would like give us a bunch of, of sort of, starter capital to like really move forward on the MMO and the feed the like the response was just like so much less lukewarm to that idea because I think it's a confusing idea it's it's you know I think a kickstarter that is really going to be successful is like help me do this project if I don't get your money I can't do yeah. this project right yeah. because and we weren't we weren't in that boat right like we weren't doing that and our rewards were especially on the, at the lower levels were all kind of intangibles, right? Like you didn't get anything like that you could touch. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we, from, from talking to the idle thumbs guys and to, to, uh, to, and probably even larger extent, like seeing what Scully went through with the fulfillment and stuff, like we were a lot more, and also, you we know, got, having spent the last nine years begrudgingly selling fucking t-shirts to dudes, even though we have no interest yeah. in selling t-shirts, we are really well acquainted with the just fucking clusterfuck hassle and expense of fulfilling physical goods. And I feel yeah, like a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, put these out of, out of most, people's you know, they put these, these interest. rewards in the Kickstarter. And then once it actually funds and they look at the numbers on these things, they're like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, I've done, I've yeah. done a $10 tier and then a $12 tier that includes a thing that cost me $6. Right. And so, yeah, I think I think some people design their Kickstarters without without doing a bunch of research into how much everything's actually going to cost. Which you know, we um, didn't have to do that research because we know what's involved in producing a right. wide variety yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, but you know, so like, th- there are a bunch of things that I would I would weigh differently and consider reconsider. Um, you know, I I don't know. I I was expecting to get more press than we did. You know, like rock rock paper shotgun was awesome. Yeah. Um, and that Ars Technica review was awesome. And like Kickstarter itself was phenomenal. Like they really, they really like had our back and that was super great. And I, I think if we hadn't had those three things, I don't know that we would have. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, it's just, it's weird because we're not accustomed to putting something out in the world and trying to let the interested audience find it, right? Like we put things out in the world and then the audience sort of becomes itself as a result of the thing having its merits. And so we are not, we are not a, we are not good at promoting stuff and B we don't make stuff that is easy to promote because it is extremely low fidelity. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like, 
you know, a lot of people reacted really poorly to the fact that, like, well, this thing is this thing looks like a Flash game. It's like, well, it does look like a Flash game, but it does not play like a Flash game, right? I mean, people react very poorly to KOL because it has frames, and it's like, okay, it does have frames, but it does not play like a web game from 1993 because there weren't any right. of those, and that's not what it's about, right? It's it is, and you know. I, I think the updates giving people more idea of the system, like you know, so many people were just like, yeah. "Wow, I am so much more excited about this yeah. than I was yeah. now that I have seen even just a couple of things." Yeah, about you know about what yeah, you're doing. It was, like, it's just it it was not like we we I think get used to having this goodwill because our community very much trusts us to put together an experience right. that they're going to enjoy and to treat them with respect and people at large have absolutely no reason to expect that from from right. a video game company you know and and you know I, yeah i mean i i think the response to like us posting a gameplay video was extremely extremely positive and then all the just like sort of sneak peek updates that we did in the last 2 weeks really sort of you know fomented interest or whatever in the game so, you know, I, and that surprised me. I honestly did not expect those kinds of things to get people as excited as they did. Um, something like updates, I don't think brought in new donors very much. But the one thing uh, that did happen that I was surprised about is at the at near the end of the Kickstarter, if somebody is planning on doing a Kickstarter and they have, a, you know, a handful of donors or whatever, mention that you can change your donor level because i you know i mentioned that in one update and like 40 or 50 people logged in that day like an hour or two after the update and changed like and up to their donation. yeah i think a lot of people don't realize that's a feature that kickstarter has yeah yeah um but like if somebody going going way back to the original question if somebody is looking to do a kickstarter for a project that they're involved in like you, you have to have realistic goals and you have to like we were extremely lucky because we had a built-in audience um including some people in various media outlets that were interested in, in 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 covering us i think if you're planning on doing something and you don't think that your existing audience you know whether that's your family and friends or whatever is enough to cover what you're looking to do you should probably spend some time forging some of those connections before you even launch right like talk to people in the various media outlets and be like hey i'm thinking of launching this this kickstarter um is there any chance that you would do a story on it? Cause I, I'm going to need some exposure once it's launched to actually get some people looking. Yeah. At it. I think without um, KOL's community behind us to begin with, I, I think we would have been lucky to fund a $10,000 Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean like, I don't even know how, how, like, how would you get the word out? Like, uh, you know, I guess the first four or five days, the, the majority of the traffic, that came into the Kickstarter was from Facebook. And that was from like, from like people, you know, I posted on my personal site and a bunch of those people reposted and stuff like that. And then like maybe I guess the, the KOL Facebook page, which also is sort of, you know, another venue into like or another Avenue into our audience, um, had posted something. Um, but it, it took a long time for the actual, like the link on the front page of KOL to, to catch up to the Facebook um, yeah, and it wasn't until I turned it donors. into a picture. I mean, I think people get used to just ignoring the announcements pain. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, right. And I don't want to keep doing annoying things on it. Although no one, 
I, that is the kind of thing that I would have expected to piss a bunch of people off putting really? that picture on there. Why? But no one said anything. And I mean, I don't know well, if it is because people are so used to web pages just being a, a cacophonous nightmare of chaotic horse shit <laughs> because every other I'm web getting, page I am getting really really tired of of the internet and like trying to read something and there being like two or three different kind of like weird flash pop-ups or HTML5 pop-ups that like obscure the content until you figure out where the tiny little x oh, is to get yeah, rid of yeah. it like that is becoming more and more common and eventually it's going to get so bad that you're just going to like give up looking for stuff and I just like, like god just give me a fucking newspaper already <laughs> or a yeah. noose yeah a noose and some paper so that <laughs> i can write my last will and testament <laughs> or no it was just a note fuck you internet <laughs> I, I can't live with you anymore and the real world still sucks just as much as it did before you turned to shit so uh goodbye cruel world also goodbye special edition dvd of cool, cool world, world. <laughs> <laughs> um Crestoni continues, I must admit this world event took me by surprise because I imagined your time would be majorly spent in setting up word realms properly. How are time constraints on you guys? With the new challenge path and PvP season around the corner, how will you juggle between KOL and word realms development? Then is the new challenge path in August? Four weeks? Or yeah, okay. So we got plenty of time on that. So basically Riff Riff has done most of the work that's gotten done on the new challenge path. Yeah. Um I have been doing the world event more or less by myself. Uh hot stuff has been pretty much entirely focused on word realms um i apart from doing like overall design stuff and a lot of like yelling at dudes my actual time (laughs) commitment to word realms has not been that significant because i mean i you know kol has been what has been paying we've been doing this we've been working on word realms for a long fucking time and in all of that time KOL has been what was paying all of our stuff. Yeah. We've been working on it for almost half of the lifetime of KOL, which is fucking crazy <laughs> to think about that. Yeah, wow. I don't. I, I never thought of it in how, that if, context. How 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 long would our Word Realms time that we've spent boil down to if we hadn't been also working on KOL at the time? Well, it depends. A few other factors, notwithstanding, we probably we probably should have been able to make Word Realms in a year. Hmm. Right. If, if yeah, I mean, we had originally hoped for six months. I think a year was was theoretically realistic. But we, like, <clears throat> Jick and I were not very good at managing the team, and uh, and we were also just really busy with other stuff. And so, like, we would sort of give some directives and some general adv- like direction to the the development team, and then come back a couple weeks later and be like, okay. Uh, well, keep working on this stuff, I guess, yeah. and then come back like a couple weeks or, later. And thanks, then, guys, for doing you know, and then absolutely it would be like a year, none of a the year had gone by. <laughs> well, a, a year had gone by, and then they had built up all these systems, and we were like, none of these systems work the way that we had specified. Although we weren't really as, I guess, as specific as we should have been, or like, like we, like you and I knew exactly what we were thinking and uh, we did not write up the design documents such that we communicated that in some ways although you know like there were a couple of things that we said specifically early on 
that I, I don't know if they were just ignored or they weren't understood or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, we've had to go back we, and, and redo a bunch of the systems. We knew what we were times. likely to need out of these systems in the future. Yeah. And they were built according to other people's imagination of what we were going to need out of them, which just didn't match up with what we yeah. actually needed. So there were a lot of, you know, there were a bunch of just really fundamental redos of systems that a bunch of work had gone into because it wasn't cut out to do the things that we knew that we were going to need it to do later in in the development. And yeah. and so, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was very mismanaged, right? It... <sighs> It should not have been yep. a game that cost significantly more than this Kickstarter just brought in, right? But <laughs> right. but it was, and it was because it was our sort of first attempt to ever make a thing that was a standalone product with any kind of real budget. And the, I'd like to think we yeah, learned some stuff, the, but the we probably people didn't. That, the people that are like have have commented in various places about why why should a game like this cost a hundred grand or whatever, like they have no idea how much it costs to pay people like a wage such that they, they can live and, you know, eat and stuff like that. And we've got, a, you know, we've got three people doing nothing but this basically. And then also you and me, you know, splitting our time on, on this in KOL. Like that's, that is a, a significant amount of salaries, especially since we've been working on it for four or five years, you know? Yeah. I mean, nobody, so. uh, yeah, you know, they just don't, I mean, we, you know, we also have to like pay tax on the Kickstarter money and Kickstarter takes their fee. And yeah, I mean, just, it doesn't go nearly as far as, as, as I would have thought 15 years ago that it would go, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the, the, yeah, that's, I didn't even think about that. That's like like of the Kickstarter money that comes in, like thirty percent or thirty or forty percent of that just goes immediately to the government. Well, not really, right? I so. mean, it's it's income for this. It it depends, like on how much of it we spend this year. Sure, sure, that's true. But assuming assuming that we didn't spend any of it, thirty percent or so would go directly to. Here's the what we ought to do: uh, buy gold bars and then use those gold bars to pay people from now on. Oh, hmm. huh! If we can write the gold bars off as a business expense, yeah. <laughs> which we That's can, asymmetric publications and gold bar storage, <laughs> and we needed an inventory to convince people that they could trust us with their gold bars. <laughs> uh, also, continues Crestoni. Congrats on the successful funding, and here is to a good asymmetric <coughs> future. Raise as beer. Thanks, buddy. Child says, first question, did this actually happen, or am I still the sort of person who checks the dictionary to see if gullible is there? And that was when I said we were going to have hot stuff in via the satellite feed, unless it accidentally connects us to a grocery store scanner or a radar detector again. <laughs> that actually did happen. Uh, there's a documentary about it that was on MTV, yeah. uh, episode one, season one of Syphil and Ollie. Um, they, they talk about it. Yeah. Uh, in other gameplay questions, I've been listening to 2007 and 2008 shows because they're there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're 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 the Edmund Hillary of podcasts, chilled. Uh, will you ever be making Feelys packs again? And did you abandon plans to make the other Spooky Raven family members into semi rares in the manor? I no. I mean, that's still a thing that I'm totally going to do in two weeks. And Riff hates uh, Riff hates joy, and so he doesn't want to do any new Feelys. No, packs. but I really love Feelys, so it kind of balances out. I, I don't know. We could Mr. McFeely, we call you. Yeah. I mean, we'd have to we'd have to think of you know new set of 
objects and documents that we could reproduce. I wouldn't just want to do the same ones again. Plus, we'd have to. Do we have enough? We'd have to hit a floor f- space to make more aged documents. Yeah, that's, that's the question. That's a question. Uh, yeah, I had just tiled. Uh, I had just put tile floors in my house, and so I had an entire downstairs with yeah. no furniture in it, which is what we used to dry out the coffee-soaked <laughs> uh, documents. That would have taken a lot longer. Yep. I mean, we could always put them outside. We could just hang them on the tree outside, <laughs> like strange fruit. <laughs> It smells like coffee. And then it would probably kill the tree. Um, the tree would freak out and have a heart attack because of yeah, all the caffeine. All the caffeine. Do you get do you think that you would get any caffeine? If you went if you just went into a swimming pool filled with coffee, would I you mean, actually absorb any caffeine hmm. through your skin? Does it work that way? I don't think it works that way. I what mean, if you injected it into your dick eye? Th- <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, there think, are there are membranes on your yeah, body that would think, probably absorb think it. Think like, geek you know, sells your, your caffeinated soap. Yeah, but I think that's a joke. Or you're supposed to eat it. <laughs> that's just for when <laughs> no, you you're cuss. supposed to drill a hole in it and fuck it so it gets into your dick eye. Okay, uh, you drill a hole in it, but leave a dick eye shaped rod in the oh! middle of the hole to go into your dick eye while you fuck it. So uh, here's a question: If there was like the most delicious soup in the world. And they filled a, a swimming pool with it and gave you no utensils. Would you like go into that pool and drink it, or would you be too grossed about out by the idea that you, the outside of your body, had touched the soup? Can I take a shower first? Sure. Yeah. Then no problem. Uh, is it really? only me? Yes, it is only you. I, I mean, do you have to get? I mean, could I just sit on the edge and feed? No, you have to get you, the walls are really tall. It's it's like you, there's no way you could sit on the edge and drink. Well, some. So then, you do have I have to, like, to tread water to, like, until I drink in. the soup down to a level where I can stand up in the pool? Uh, yes. Is there enough? Is it a delicious minestrone? And is there enough pasta that I could fashion a raft? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, is there enough pasta that I could fashion a houseboat? And would it have cable? No. <laughs> nothing Nothing in the soup can you use to construct a raft. Oh, that soup they have at the Thai restaurant is really good. Oh, some Tom Kha guy? Yeah. yeah. Boy, I don't know. Yeah, wow. That would probably hurt like a motherfucker to like swim. Yeah, that is not it. something you want in your dick eye. That's I know probably. that from personal experience. <laughs> uh uh, yeah, I I feel like I feel like I would not be okay with that. There was a. Did you listen to the, the Radio Lab episode that was about guts? I did, and it talked about how the the like this the hole that goes through you means that like our stomach and like our intestines and stuff like that are effectively outside our body. They're like, just like in a donut with a the hole in the middle. They are effectively on the exterior of us. Oh, uh, and okay. I was like, oh, yeah, topologically speaking, cool. sure. Topologically speaking, they are uh, they are still part of our outsides, and I was like, "Oh, that is well, weird." I guess topologically speaking, they're part of your outsides, but it, 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 there are parts of it that are closed, right? There are parts. Yeah, of it I mean, that there's there's the sphincters, open, or but they're never all open at the same time. Maybe if you're really you could, sick, I mean, but you could theoretically run a string all the way through, right? I could you? I mean, floss. I don't think they can make a string that long. <laughs> well, how long is a piece of string? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't think they can make a rock that big. Uh, Sutto writes, So, with the release of the Fire Axe, it is possible to get the plus 100 cold damage trophy with one item. I know this isn't new, but it reminded me. Any chance of having a plus 500 elemental damage trophy or some other arbitrary amount? Uh, I think what I should do is probably change those existing trophies to being plus 500 damage. 
uh, just because that stuff has exploded so splodely in the last five years. Huh. Do you feel like that's that's weird to change a trophy? Like, like it's not, you're not going to take it away from the people that already have it. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am um, just going to take okay. away all the trophies. Oh, oh also, uh, the new version of PHP uh, on the new servers doesn't support trophies. So, <laughs> sorry. We're starting over. Uh, we're going to have some sweet Chivos. Uh, and they're going to turn your fingers orange. <laughs> I was oh, I was thinking that we could we could play this off as pretending that the whole kingdom was procedurally generated, and that uh, because the random number generator had ch- like the the algorithm had changed, like everything about the game changed, including like the name of the game. And, <laughs> and I was suggesting that we could uh, we could change it to Kittenland Two Thousand. Okay. Two Thousand. And it's a real time strategy game <clears throat> about farts. <laughs> yep. Where did. Where did the word chivos come from? Because I thought you made that up, but no. some somebody in Guild Chat in World of Warcraft said that the other night. <laughs> I mean, all I know is you got to get them chivos. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a is it like a Cheetos reference, like a Cheetos and Mountain Dew kind of thing? I think it's about achievements. Well, it's right, but like, are they like are they? Tapping into our collective joy about Cheetos and Mountain Dew. I don't. Dew. I no longer have any collective joy about Cheetos. I I really? do in the sense that I discovered that you can eat them with chopsticks, and that's awesome. Because Wondermark taught you that. Yeah. yeah. I uh, don't because of that one time I pooped and it still smelled like Cheetos. Oh. I ate an entire it, bag of Cheetos. It wasn't orange. And then the next day I pooped and my poop smelled like Cheetos, and I was like, gross. I am never eating another Cheeto. And then the other day, I ate a fucking handful of Cheetos. Because oh. I was at a party where they had Cheetos. I was like, ooh, Cheetos. And then I was like, ah, oh, oh, I'm eating these, turds. These Cheetos smell like poo. We made a joke today about rubbing two sticks together and then figuring out how that would do stench damage. And it turns out that the sticks are poop. <laughs> and then in the third panel, someone has diarrhea. <laughs> that was Mr. Skullhead writing a three-word phrase comic because Mr. Skullhead does not understand what is good. I know. Ugh. He 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 is so hyperbolic you know, in his hate for three-word phrase. I I feel like he's read like it is probably the worst three of them. For the greater good of Kingdom of Loathing that there are varieties of uh humor amongst true, true. people that are doing the writing. So, it's, you know, maybe it's a necessary it's it's necessary that at least some people hate something that they find on the internet that the other the rest of the staff is all is all about. I don't hate anything. Except dinosaur comics. Okay. Yeah. And uh, hyperbole <laughs> and a half. <laughs> See. Um, what else? The oatmeal? No, Mr. Scullet hates the oatmeal. I, I'm ambivalent. No, he likes the oatmeal, but he's like jealous, which I can sort of understand. Okay. Uh, how does that guy? How does that guy raise uh, like two hundred thousand dollars for charity? Yeah. Just by getting an angry letter from a lawyer. I mean, yeah, and what's going on with that lawyer now is getting increasingly hilarious. It would be funny if this was all just some sort of extremely elaborate put on, hmm. right? Because it does seem it does seem at some point to be stretching the the bounds of credulity. Uh, we should finish this forum thread. We've gone on. We've gone on and on okay. about everything. Pyron says, I know you're probably sick of PvP as a topic, but the hassle of closeting my inventory in Aftercore is enough. Even with Mafia, it's just a few clicks that I'll probably never PvP again after I pick up enough swagger for the few things in the swagger store that I want. Uh, anyway, continues. So with that background, why have item loss be an intrinsic part of PvP? It 
is it is not that item loss is an intrinsic part of PvP. It is that item taking is an yeah. intrinsic part of PvP. And it it is one of the few things that I feel like pushes any kind of boundary in KOL. And yeah. if we don't ever push any boundaries, we are just going to be we're just going to be like stagnant. We're going to be these like neutered like Kittenland 2000. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I I feel like if you where all the trophies are chivos. Yeah, I mean everyone's <laughs> everyone's mileage will differ on this, but I was also very frightened about losing important stuff in PvP. And if you look into what stuff can actually be taken from you, it's really not important stuff. You're not going to lose anything that you're going to cry over. And, 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 you know, like I said, maybe maybe you're really poor and that one hot chow mein is, is more than you want to give up, but it's it's really not that big there a is, deal. There is almost nothing on the list that is even, like, five figures in the mall. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've... We... we stopped for a while uh, in the middle of going through and marking things unstealable uh, but uh, Jameli, Jameli took another shot at it today um, but it's just it's just not that big of a deal and like the people who enjoy this like crazy thrill of getting some random item and it's not because the item is good it's yeah. because the item is one of like 6,000 fucking items in this game and they're like whoa yeah, what is yeah. that Slot machine. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's just, just like something it, they forgot about yeah. and it's like it it's is just this, turning the crank on a bubblegum machine it's it, it is a thing that makes people so happy and there would be so many people that would be sad if it went away and it it has always been a part of and admittedly saying that this is still a thing because it has always been a part of what was before now an extremely unpopular feature <laughs> is not necessarily the best business logic, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Koffelbergon, Koffelbelgarion says, I'd absolutely love to see Space Trip as an iOS app. Any chance that something like that could happen? Yeah, if Cirrus would ever <laughs> figure out a stupid link, I, th- I actually forgot he, to email him. He's like... He's also only halfway done with it, right? Like, he sort of ran out of steam. It itself is only halfway done. No, I'm sorry. It is twice as done as a video game. So, even with it only halfway done, it's still a pretty cool video game. Dude, I don't know. I mean... Sure. C.D. Moyer could probably write a choice adventure interpreter for the the iOS. Uh, I don't think it would actually work for Space Trip, because Space Trip... Space Trip, you would actually have to duplicate the game logic to port, which is, I think, what Cirrus did. I I sent him the source code so that he can see, and also so that he can prevent that bomb from blowing up that train with the pretty lady on it. What? Um, but it turns out all of his faces are blown off. What? <laughs> that movie by Zowie Bowie, who, who, where, Jake, uh, where Jake Darko goes into the source code to protect the pretty lady. <laughs> I have no idea. The movie Source Code by Zowie Bowie. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't seen Source Code Riff, you should Yeah, Source really Code should. is a pretty it's good, a movie. good movie. It's by Zowie Bowie, the guy who did Moon. You have to say it like that. <laughs> Draco Krakona says, 
currently, if you're in a combat over rollover, combat is ended without spending a turn. So it is possible, and indeed common on non-drinking paths such as HCO, to end your day in a combat, searching for a non-combat or similar, and to eke out an extra free runaway via that sneaky mechanic. The lack of it costing an adventure seems to me like an oversight. Would you awesome folks consider changing this if it's not too much hassle? It's unintuitive, and you can't K-mail people, check profiles, or do something similar post-playing turns and finishing off for the day. Thanks. I, the the thing about that is, though, the only way that we could do that is by also taking away a turn if you were in combat with a fucking bass player or a Bricko chicken or yeah. something. And, like, the better thing would be if people just wouldn't fucking do that horse shit just because it was optimal. You know, it's like, hey, there's this really annoying thing that I am forced to do because it means one additional free runaway, so maybe you should punish everyone who does this thing by accident because I can't stop stabbing myself in the dick. Yeah, well, I mean, you are, and they are getting punishment. Your punishment for choosing to do this crazy thing is not being able to K-mail anybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, he's probably fucking right, but I don't, I don't know how it could be fixed. I mean, right now, the fight determines whether or not it takes a turn at the end of the fight. And so since in a fight, a fight that doesn't end a rollover doesn't end. Is there, why, I mean, why is, why is this a bad thing? If this is something that like optimizers can feel good about using and it's not fiddly and like, the, like yeah, it's a I one, mean, once that's per a day good thing. point. It's, people, people like feeling like they've pulled a wily fast one. I mean, well, right. This is but in this case, way to, because you're stuck in a fight, there's a bunch of shit that you can't do in the game. Right. Well, I mean, it's a trade off. Yeah. Yeah. But I, there are a lot of trade offs like that, that we have dealt with mm. just not quite so chicken shit as this. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's we've been aware of this for a long time, and hardly anybody ever complains about it. But now, ah, fuck, fuck people, man. Hot Stuff, this is your people. This is your people <laughs> who are doing this. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, you know, go more power to you. <laughs> really, you know? Erich says, Fire snakes are copyable, and I would love for them to remain after the event is over, especially with the fiendishly drop-drop-drate of the heart drug. However, they drop commendations. Will you make them stop dropping commendations after it's over so we can continue trying for an egg? Yeah, I expect that I will just uh, go and comment. Uh, what I expect is that four months later, when somebody reminds me that they're <laughs> still dropping commendations, I will go and comment that shit out. Uh, Psycho person says, I would just like to thank whoever set the planes on fire. The content's great, a little repetitive, but that's okay since I was digging some of the commendation rewards. And the hotcakes, I was definitely digging in some hotcakes. But alas, it kind of makes me wonder, who set the planes on fire? And will we be seeing another rescue service in the future? I always wanted to be a paramedic. I told somebody the other day that a wizard did it by throwing a lit cigarette butt on the ground accidentally. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if that's <laughs> canon or not. No, it's not. You okay. don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's... It, there's gonna. I have a funny idea. Uh, I think maybe tomorrow you will find out who did it. Ooh. Is what I think. Uh, oh, good. Doglord420 <laughs> says. <laughs> so, nice. Avatar Boris is really cool because although it takes everything away from you, you're able to ascend very quickly without needing any items of the month or familiars or anything, since you can't use most of them. But it also makes whether you're hardcore or softcore not really matter in Boris. Uh, do you think this is a problem, and should we reduce the karma reward for hardcore? I I think that there is. 
a pretty serious difference I mean, between I, hardcore I, and softcore. And yeah, if you look at the leaderboards, I think you can see that there's a pretty obvious difference between hardcore and softcore. Also, Jesus Christ. So that's Avatar of Boris, I mean Age of Boris, <laughs> is the best thing we've ever done for both making our players happy and making us way less money. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, man. That's true. Time says, hey, is there any way that I can donate for Word Realms through Rixty? Since you guys added that to LOL, I've donated, I mean, uh, since you've added that to KOL, <laughs> I've donated far more than I should. It's been great. Um, So I, I sort of put out some feelers, and I don't think anybody bit, like, once we reached our funding threshold, we could have added a page that would have taken, like, Rixty and PayPal and stuff like that to get some, like, secondary donations. But because we funded so late, I don't think we really thought it would be worth the time. So, yeah, I think we just decided against it. So, sorry. Well, I mean, we, you know, we could sell... Uh, this would piss people off. We could sell a thing for two Mr. A's that let you into the Word Realms beta. <laughs> although that would not actually end up being a donation. Yeah, and I don't feel like that's kosher. Yeah, to give, it to, to, give it to people who fucked around cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Reverend Noodleson yeah. says, when you change somebody's clan title, could you make it not mention their rank in the notification? It seems to confuse people into thinking their ranking has changed. I'm not going to mess with that. That's It'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just tell them, tell them to pay more attention. And if they say, I am paying attention, say, shut up, noob. No, you're not. Lol. Say that. <laughs> and then they'll think, oh, he was joking. So that's Everything's cool. We're good. <laughs> Uh, World Wizard 89 says World events are not my cup of tea I'm fine with KOL holding them But seeing as I've been unable to participate in the most recent ones Valhalla, Invasion, and Brushfires And probably earlier ones too I'd like to see a way to hide the announcements and trivial updates for them So I can forge on as if they don't exist Man Fuck no That is a ridiculous request I'm sorry That you don't like them But Jesus Christ Like I... You gonna go to go down to your school and say, "Hey, um, is there any way that you guys could just like hang some curtains in front of all the ugly girls at this school?" Because I mean, I'd like to just go to this school and pretend that they're not there, because I don't want to. You know, I don't care about their personalities. I don't care about what they're writing in their live journals and stuff. I just like to pretend like they don't exist. That's exactly like what you just asked for. <laughs> yes, World Wizard eighty nine. Ah, uh, Pasta Man 27. Do you think that means he was born in 1927? Because that's what I assume oh. about World Wizard 89, is that huh. he was born in 89. Um, wait, well, wait, I think you're assuming 19 when it could be 18 or 16, because they're wizards. They live a long okay, time. Okay, that's true. Okay. I mean, hell, it could have been 2089, and yeah. maybe he's a time-traveling World Wizard. Um, I mean, maybe he's seen the future, and he's like, man, I know what video games are like 70 years from now. <laughs> Fuck KOL. This game is total bullshit. In the future, they know how to do world events. That's right. In the future, I don't have to see those goddamn world event notifications. Oh, fuck. Do you think he's been to the future and realized that I do eventually actually implement that thing that he requested? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. man. He's just taunting your past oh, self. We are fu- Do you think World Wizard 89 is me? <laughs> wow. 
You've been. You should watch Source Code again. I think I should watch Source Code again. Pasta Man Twenty Seven says, "Dear Gene Company, I'd like to thank that time. Time. I just wanted to take the time to say thank you. I've been a KOL player since November two thousand seven, but I will be stepping away. About a year ago, my work started blocking your website, and my home life is too frantic for me to be able to play in any consistent way. I've really enjoyed my time with your game, and your ethos of trying to continuously improve is a great standard that a lot of other gaming companies could learn some. I was very happy to see that Word Realms uh, Kickstarter succeeded, and I look forward to seeing what else comes out of Asymmetric. Well, thanks, buddy. You know, uh, you might be able to." to log on to our site by directly typing in the IP address. I don't think you can do that anymore. Really? I do. It depends on how they block it. Yeah. Uh, you know, your account will still be there. Yep. You can come back and you say hi come, every once in a while. Come back and visit. Maybe come back for Crimbo. You don't got shit yeah, to do around Christmas yeah. time. See? That's a time when we have to work twice as hard as average months, but everybody else, it's like a fucking vacation. Yep. It's like some sort of holiday that they go on. Holidays. Top1214 says, why are all the pen pals male? Are all the females in distant lands baking cake for the prisoners in the kingdom? Um, the... No, they're just illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to suggest that the distant lands Girl Scouts had another project, but... No, they're too busy like learning math. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. That's a, and being in, being active in the sciences. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wound says, One, with there being a use function for the commendations, as well as other recent tokens and commendations from events, any chance of getting something similar for old Crimbo currency, a use to get access to the old Crimbo store? No, because those things are, those things are in random scripts in various states of defunctness. Uh, yeah. Funkitude. Question two. Was the fire event just a reason to move Susie into town and or also a reference to the almost annual huge forest fires in the U.S.? Either way, to quote a famous clown, I'm loving it. Wait, is that Ronald McDonald, the famous clown? Yeah. You mean a famous yeah. account representative from Show Your Logo, the, <laughs> the company from which we order our glassware. Uh, three, I think this was asked a while back, but I have the memory of a goldfish. Any chance we'll be able to learn meat smithing discoveries with some kind of reversed engineering? A somewhat rare drop somewhere that lets me see a random, previously not discovered by me stage of an item's crafting process? Um, I don't know. I don't know. 3.5, how do you feel about discoveries for cooking, smithing, etc. as rewards for events and part of the game? Thinking about the PvP drink and food, mostly. Will we see more like this? Smithable discoveries, too? Yeah, I mean, that's a thing we've got in our box of goodies nowadays. Uh, number four, the PvP ranking system. Any chance we'll get paired up with mostly others of the same others of the same rating, as in WoW? At the moment, I ended up fighting someone more than twenty times my rating. I don't even know there how is, that matchmaking algorithm works. Uh, but if I did, I wouldn't tell you. There is a a small chance of somebody completely random. So there's always a chance that you're going to get somebody way up above or. Wow, is that really true? Yes. That's great. There is there's a small <laughs> chance of somebody just 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 to keep it completely like just to keep it really fresh. There's always a small chance that somebody like way out of your range is going to wow. come. Wow, was that your idea or so. did CD Moyer come up with that? I don't remember. Yeah. Is one of us. Neminem says, supposing, purely hypothetically, that somebody wanted to write, direct, and stage a musical based on KOL, <laughs> would you be excited about it? Would you go and see it if it were somewhere in the U.S. that wasn't Arizona? Would you be sad at said hypothetical people if they made money and didn't give you any? And if so, how much would make you not sad? <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know. Um... Also, please think about fixing the ability to log into two accounts without Mafia now that most of the workarounds just broke. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, is that another yeah. unanticipated consequence that, of the thing that happened today? That was a crazy question, and if you're serious about that question, you're a crazy person. 
The musical question? Yeah, or the, 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 the musical question. <laughs> I mean, I would not I mean, sign off on the use of our stuff in a commercial venture. Right? I mean, you know, we could... Would, what if they what if they were like, uh, let us do this thing and we'll cut you in on the profits uh, and it's going to be awesome? Like, what if... The, what, like, because... What if it was a really awesome musical? I know you're really into musicals. Oh, I'm super. I'm super into them. Wait, did you say musicals or dudes boners? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, we should uh, me go get another beer, and then we should stop doing the Kingdom of Loathing podcast because we ran out of forum thread, and then we should do a video games hot dog cast. Hey, that sounds like a plan. Okay. Right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Night, everybody.